He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. To infinity and beyond! No crying? There's no crying in baseball! Welcome back to episode 21 of Know Your Cinema Podcast. My name is Devlin Clemens, and as always with me is Vivin Matthews. Hey, hey. Tiger Plow. Tiger Plow. And Jason Clint. Hello, Guys, how's our week been? It's been a great week. How about you guys? Good for me, other than today was the shits, but... <laughs> I, will, okay. I will second Devlin's uh, sentiments. Sentimentals. Sentimentals. What happened today? Oh, ah, well, we, we can't really talk okay. about it. Sounds like a great day. Let's yeah. let's move on to the uh, to the actual segments. Yeah, let, let, let's let's get right into it. So this week was a fan picked episode, technically speaking. They actually got to vote on our social media platforms for the movie that we watched this week. Um, so the movie that they actually all picked this week was Friday. Um, and they can, if you miss that and you get, you didn't get a chance to vote. If it ever happens again, you can find all of our social media platforms uh, at facebook.com forward slash know your cinema podcast, Twitter at KYC podcast, Instagram at KYC podcast, and TikTok at KYC podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All those places, all those places you can all find those. us. Absolutely. Gentlemen, let's don't waste any time. Let's hop right into it. So we had to watch the, I believe it's 1995. Is that right, Jason? That would be correct. 1995. 1995 movie, Friday. So, Vivian, we're going to leave you for last because you have seen this movie before. But, Jason, I know this movie has a huge infinity uh, place in your heart. So why don't you tell us about Friday for you? Um. Like you said, this does have a huge place in my heart. I pretty much was shaped by this movie in a way as far as like my uh, sense of humor goes. I think I watched this. This is probably one of the first adult comedies that I really ever remember watching. And not only did we did I watch it, but I have probably seen this movie close to 100 times. Um, I really didn't need to rewatch this movie to, to do this. Uh, I did, but I didn't need to. Um, it's just it's always it's just played such a huge role in my life. I think just just I don't know. It just always was like a go to uh, thing. Like if it was ever on TV, I always watched it. If it was, you know, if I was ever like, yeah, what the fuck should I watch? I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Let's watch let's watch fucking Friday. This was just like 
especially with my whole with my whole family really not just me like everybody in my family this is like a go-to movie for us and we quote quote it constantly to each other i cannot tell you how many times my mom has said you got knocked the fuck out to one of us uh at probably inappropriate times but (laughs) but but, uh she has (laughs) <laughs> I can see, see her saying that to you when you're in the hospital. <laughs> yes, right. Mom, yeah. I got hypothermia. Yeah, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but it's just I don't it's just one of those things like this was this was like a go-to or you know, still is probably a go-to movie for my mom. Obviously I don't live with her anymore, but I'm sure she watches this movie probably pretty regularly still. But it's just I don't know. I've I've always just loved this movie. It, the the comedy is so spot on for me. <clears throat> uh, Dev, your thoughts? So I first watched this movie uh, in my dad's living room with my father. Now, if you knew my dad, my dad was not a guy to watch this type of movie. He wasn't into any kind of like urban-esque uh, movies. He was more of a John Wayne country and western regular kind of comedy guy. He wasn't into something like this. This wasn't his cup of tea. Um, but I found him when while watching this, he was laughing so hard at the scene where uh, Craig's dad is in the, is in the bathroom uh, and he's talking to Craig while he's taking a shit. And I think I thought my dad was going to stop breathing. He was laughing so hard. I just did John Witherspoon, the late, great John Witherspoon's uh, mannerisms in that scene. And throughout this whole movie is, is just amazing. Um, but I, I remember just sitting in my dad's living room thinking like, this is, this movie's not going to go over well with my dad, like at all. Like just how the movie is just the whole retrospective of the movie. Like there's, there's drugs. There's a lot of cursing. There's, uh, there's gunfights. I I didn't think that he was just gonna like give this movie a chance, but like after it was done, he was like, "That was really funny," and it really shocked me. Um, but I really love this movie too. I own it, and I go back to it um, really every once in a while when I just want to laugh and just have a good time with the movie because the movie is a good time. Um, it's got that it's got that bond that friendship bond um but it's also got some great comedy and it's got some great actors in it um and it shows you know uh what you'll go through to help each other out as well it, it's more than just a comedy movie in my opinion so i mean it's it's you know it's not like the greatest directed movie it's not going to win an oscar and you got to take it for what it is and it's just like a really good like buddy comedy movie it's a it's a comfort food man it's like uh it's like the mashed potatoes of movies to me. <laughs> just it just hits the right spot, you know. Right. Vivin. Hi. This is your first time watching this movie. It is my first time watching What's this movie. Thoughts? It was I mean you guys were talking about well decades at this point since you started watching this movie and mine was this past Saturday and I finished it on uh, this past Sunday. So it's fresh. It's the first time I see it. The thing with this movie is I think it popped up on like the local channels growing up. And every time the movie came on, 
I had no desire to see it. I would just flip it, watch another show or another movie. Every time it pop up, I'd do the same thing. So I literally had not seen any scenes or segments from this movie. I know of the movie because it is part of the culture and it is a big movie of the 90s. So that was my kind of preamble going into it. But once I started playing this movie, boy, did it deliver. Did it deliver. Uh, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm, I'm almost mad at you guys of having been friends with you guys for so long. And none of you assholes tried to get me to watch this movie before now. What kind of friends are you? That's my to only be question fair, on this podcast. To be fair. Isn't that the, wait a minute, hold on. Isn't that the reason we started this? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It, was, it, has, it has been on the, your list since opening week of the podcast. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. Well, fate has finally intervened and the time is... Nah, it is now, and what a fun ride it was! It it's it's well, everything you guys said. Well, I well, for the record, I just lost a bet. Yeah, with my son. I did too. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Me and Devin, we we were we were betting that you were going to shit all over this movie. Actually, yeah, and Tatiana, which is a friend of ours, uh-huh. that we all three share, uh, also thought that you were going to shit all over this movie. I, you know what? In fairness, I will say this to uh, these guys are not coming out of nowhere with their perspective of how I would react to this movie. I myself did not know how I was going to react to this movie. I was I was just as curious about how I was going to react to this movie. And here's the thing: for me, I whenever this is a this is a phrase I've been coining more and more, especially in this podcast. These past twenty plus episodes we've been doing. There are certain movies like Pulp Fiction. Um, there's a few other ones that I can think of that I like to call hangout movies. You pop it in and it just plays and you just enjoy it from start to finish. This is this goes in the collection of hangout movies for me. It is it it has a flow to it. It it is a it is a slice of life. It is you feel good. Uh, it's got some great moments and does Chris Tucker kill it? He is phenomenal. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I got to say about Chris Tucker. When I moved to the US, uh, I was 12 or 13. I remember the first movie I ever saw here in the US, which was Yes. And I knew of I knew of Jackie Jan. I've seen movies of his, but I was not prepared for Chris Tucker. And that movie just blew my mind. I still has left it. I, I remember watching that movie for the first time. I remember where I was sitting. I remember the time time of day. I remember everything about that movie. So for me to finally, I don't know why I did not give this movie a chance all this time, but I was like, yep, there it is. There's Chris Tucker in all his this glory. Is, this is the movie that made Chris Tucker yeah. a star. I, I mean, this led to The Fifth Element. This led to Rush Hour. This led to all the the roles that he got after this. I mean, he hasn't done anything of significance in a while. I know he was in like Silver Linings yeah. Playbook. That's a damn shame. That, um, but I have I haven't seen it. But I mean, I'm just saying. I, yeah. I know he's in that. Well, it's it's such a shame that he hasn't. I mean, I just I just feel like there was so. I mean, 
he is so good and so natural i just it just robbed us of all the stuff that he could have done in all these decades why is he not doing more <laughs> did you have you seen the fifth element i have i have okay. a long time ago but is i it, have i, I remember <clears> i was going to say that one that one would have to be on on the list if not cuz he is phenomenal in that too uh-huh um yeah. Arguably better in Fifth Element than he even is in, in this, but he's oh, oh careful with word choices there, buddy. Fifth Element, Fifth Element was is a for some reason growing up, I always I felt like that movie was like a masterpiece. I can I I've can see that. Movies. I can totally see what you're saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just just giving you shit. It had, it had everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's, it's 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 a good movie. It even it even has uh it has Debo in it. Debo's in that movie. Too. Yeah. Oh my God! You no wait. You're right. Debo Debo is in it. Debo is it. He's the president. <laughs> That's awesome. Here, here is a here is a fun fact for all of you guys. The first time I ever seen Tiny Zeus Lister. Every time, anytime I ever seen that guy. First time I ever seen him. It was 1988, and he was a he was a he was a wrestler. He was a a movie star that turned into a wrestler. That was the first time I ever seen him. And his name was Zeus. You can go on YouTube and you can actually see him as a wrestler. He was a terrible wrestler. That was the first time I seen him. And then I he like fell off the face of the earth. And then I watched this movie and I'm like, holy shit. And Zeus as an actor. Like I didn't think that as a kid, as a wrestling fan, I didn't think Zeus was an actor. I thought he was just like this guy they got to portray this character on this movie with Hulk Hogan called No Holds Barred. But then they kind of, life kind of imitated art into imitating art again by becoming in this wrestling storyline. So uh, I I thought that was pretty kind of funny to to talk about how it kind of all came together. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Viv, what what uh man i'm so i am so not prepared for you to like this movie i, I uh, you do you want me to do a different take where i'm no I, no 100 not at all i just okay <laughs> i have stu- like i had counter arguments and i just <laughs> yeah we're all, we're all out the window you're like just add it up you're like i'm ready to go yeah i'm, I'm like i'm like all right, all right son, we are it's going <laughs> Well, there goes this episode. Throw that shit out the window. Yeah, I never. No, I really, I really thought that you were gonna shit all over this movie, just because I just, I don't know, just because it's a stoner comedy and it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just different from the types of shit that I would assume you would like. But I, I, to be I, fair, yeah, it is so good. <laughs> well, no, it, it, no, you, you would be half right about that, but the other half of it is what Devlin said which is that there is that element of friendship, there's that element of family, there's that element of neighborhood. It feels authentic. It feels from a real place and a real time. It just, I, I mean, it's so easy to get into it. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I get that. I, I get that. I, you know, I might not have grown up in that place, but I completely understand all of that feelings. I understand how it is to just hang out with somebody, you know, just spend a whole day when you have nothing else to do. My early 20s was like that. So that feels so real to me and the fact that ice cube wrote part of this movie is huge i think there was i i'm sorry the other writer's name is not popping up in my head but it was just crazy to see that ice cube wrote he was the uh, i think it was two writers him ice cube and somebody else who wrote this movie so So you can feel the other guy's actually in the movie too uh who is it 
he plays Red, the guy that gets knocked out in the beginning of the movie with the uh, bike. Oh, 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 my, my grandma. DJ Pooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's the guy, the other guy that wrote the movie. Ah, okay. Um, right, which up. is fun fact. Uh, have you seen the movie Straight Outta Compton? I have not heard of it, but I haven't seen it. You should see that. That's an amazing movie. But in that movie, which is the story of the NWA, which is Ice Cube's group, yeah. uh, there's a segment in the movie about Friday because he was writing the movie during the time period of this, so they actually talk about it in there. Oh, that's cool. a little bit. Okay. That's that's really cool. And then in Chris Tucker's newest stand-up special, which is on Netflix, I think it's like two years old by now, I think probably. He uh he he's like, People always ask me if I'm ever gonna do another Friday, and he goes, Cuba never paid me for the first one, so why the fuck would I do another one? I was so, always yeah. curious about that, and that's the thing, you know, even though I had not seen these movies, I knew that the the other two movies did not have him. I'm like, how does that even work without Chris Tucker? It works. I mean, they they replace him in a way that doesn't feel it feels organic. Okay. Uh, Did he die? No, no, no. He goes to rehab. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we get we get stuck with Mike Epps. I, that's he, what I was going to say. I was like, Mike Epps is the substitute. So Mike Epps is the sub. So Mike Epps is not as good as Chris, Chris Tucker by any means at all. Uh as the second character in the movies. But I do like his character a lot. And I believe that Mike Epps' performance as Day-Day, which is who he plays in the second and third one, okay. is his best performance as an actor. So I okay. like him more as the character he plays in Next Friday than I do in probably any other movie that he's ever done. I don't know. I think he's pretty good as Doug in The Hangover. He is pretty good as Doug in The Hangover. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to have to reload uh, Hangover and watch it again. I, I don't remember him being in it. <laughs> when they and when they reveal the they they they, they, they call him Black Doug. People in the desert, and they and they're oh, like, uh, like he's like I'll be your Doug. <laughs> okay. There you go with that word again, Rupee. <laughs> Rupees. What do you mean by Rupees? Um, that uh, that is true. He is pretty good in that. I still think he's better as Data, though. <clears throat> um, Viv, what is your what's your favorite scene in this movie? I had to pick one. Um, you can pick multiple. I'll accept it. I mean, like you said, the, the opening is so good. Uh, honestly, it's just every scene with Chris Tucker. It just it's just one giant, amazing. Just it's it's like it's it's like a home run, one after the other. I, I just personally love Chris Tucker, and he just knocks it out of the park with every every one of those scenes. The one that's popping up to my mind right now is when they get uh, go to the uh, store and who's the ho- is it the homeless guy or the uh, the guy who's always begging? Yeah. What? Ezel. Oh Ezel. my god, that dude is a trip. Uh, yeah, his whole stick was funny. Um, every uh, all of the uh, flashbacks, uh, especially the one where 
Smokey, Chris Tucker's character, uh, smokes with the two Latinos, and it yeah. turns out to be something <laughs> that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this angel dust. That's so fucking funny to me. You, you mean you mean he had he had the Emilio Estevez? That's eye? <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. Maybe that's what that's probably what it is. So yeah, it was uh, it 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 was a funny scene where he was uh, he got that uh, Emilio Estevez uh, high on that uh, angel dust. Oh yeah. You know what's crazy is that there's a bunch of people in this movie that I didn't realize. I mean, people like Regina King that I've seen in a bunch of other stuff. I did not realize that she was in this movie. She's in the new watch. Yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. I, I was watching her. In, uh, watching her. Yeah. Uh, I've watched almost the first episode. I am just re, re, uh, get my HBO subscription again so I can watch all of that. I'm really looking forward to watch, man. Uh I'm jealous. You're gonna have to give me your. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. We'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk after the show. Well, my bu- my 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 buddy does stunts in that movie too. Uh, Watchmen or that that show. Nice. Yeah, that, I watched the nice. show. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No, man. She's 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 just phenomenal. I've seen her in another show called The Leftovers. She's phenomenal in that. She's she's just she's one of those uh, people who've just been in a bunch of roles and just just kills it in whatever role she is in. Yeah, she's she's a really good actress. I remember her from the shows like TV shows years ago, and then you know just for her to you know show up in in uh, Friday, it kind of I almost say revitalized her career because she's done bits and bits and pieces of movies and bit parts and stuff here. She's never really had like the leading lady role yeah. in anything, um, but she's always a really good actor or actress. So um, she plays like the good annoying little sister in the, in this movie too. Dude, I never realized until you guys literally just pointed it out that that's Regina King. For real? I what in the watch? I don't know why, but I never really thought about it as being anybody other than the Ice Cube sister in this movie. <laughs> and now I'm sitting here and I'm like, holy shit! Because she just looks so young, and I'm used to seeing her in more recent stuff than I am, you know, as like newer or older stuff. Yeah. Damn, that's so crazy to me. Bernie Mac is in this movie, dude. Yeah, Bernie Mac. Yep. Bernie Mac crushes that uh, the scene that he is in this movie too. Uh huh. <laughs> sure does. Bernie Mac crushes a lot of scenes that he's in. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Life with Eddie Murphy. Yes. Uh, yeah. He plays Jangling in that uh-huh. movie. He crushes it in that. Bernie Mac, he he always plays a good whatever part they give him. He always plays it. I really enjoyed the Bernie Mac show, man. I don't know if you guys yeah. watched it back in the day. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh man, it it's it sucks that he is gone because he's funny as hell. Yeah, he, his stand up was good as fuck too. He he was he was a titan of comedy, and and one that I feel like didn't get enough uh, credit for being at least mainstream credit for being quite as good as he really was. I can see that. <laughs> he's in a he's in a really good baseball movie called Mr. Three Thousand. I have I have that movie actually. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that. Well it's uh, I guess uh, another one I can put on my uh list. Guys, so I got this question. Did the phrase by Felicia start with this movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, that what's you know what's funny about her? Another little fun fact: her son went on to play football at the University of Miami, like like a couple of years uh-huh. ago. And I'm like, I wonder how many times people sack him and are like, bye, leisure. <laughs> I would have to. That I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be. It's got to happen. But, yeah, I found that out. I was like, no way. There's no way that's her kid. And then yeah, ended up finding out that it was her kid. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> I want to borrow you a microwave. <laughs> no, I want to dump. No, I want to borrow your VCR real quick so I can dub a tape. But she also said asked to borrow his microwave first thing in the morning. Oh, did she? Yeah, she said. I didn't hear the microwave. She said that's when he says uh, some people want to borrow. No, that's the Smokey says that after the VCR. I think. Uh, no, she. Right, that's the first thing no, right after the Jehovah's right. Witnesses. Yeah, after the car. So she asked Craig to borrow the microwave, and then she asks. Uh, to borrow Smokey's car, and I think, and to borrow the VCR. Just to borrow three different things. Which which ages which ages the fuck out of all of us right now because she asked to borrow a VCR to dub a tape. Yeah, and most, and I completely most kids who watch this nowadays they be like, "What's a VCR?" What it's it's just a it? just just a prehistoric technology. Just just don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I know. Like late, years later, when I actually, you know, when my kids are grown and I can show them this movie, um, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> you you get to play a historian. You need to you need to go buy one for like five bucks at the, like the Goodwill and just have it like on on ready when you're ready to show them, so you can come out like. You're on the fucking prices, right? And you're showing them what a VCR is. Like this. This is a VCR. That's uh that's not a bad idea. Thank you. I will do so. I think Very I good. still have a lot of VHS tapes that I used to record. Uh you know how you'd record movies back in the day, and that that's that's your copy of <laughs> that's what you do when yeah. you're poor. <laughs> yeah, that's called yeah, you, you, you pay per view that shit. And then you record. You're like, yep. Now I have a copy of my favorite movie, Armageddon. There you go. <laughs> Did you say Armageddon? Hey, that's what happens when you're seven or eight. Okay, you think it's the coolest movie. First off, I did have a VHS pay per view copied uh, Armageddon. Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. For sure, a hundred percent had that. Uh, and I also thought that movie was the fifth <laughs> when I was doing that. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. <laughs> uh, we'll I still sing the the damn uh, the song. Oh uh, yeah, all the fucking time. I still sing that fucking song. The I can't the Aerosmith song is in that. I don't want to lose my eyes. I don't want to fall, fall asleep because I miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Wait, hold on. That song is supposed to be part of. Like it was made for this movie. That was the song made for the yes. movie. Have you never seen the video? Yeah, it's got Ben Affleck and uh, is it Liv Tyler? What is it, Liv Tyler? Uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, just, 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 just making sure. I'm, I'm getting the, the sequence here correct. Okay, got it. Have you seen her mouth? Oh right, right, right. Yeah, Steven Tyler. Yeah, I, I did. I'm, I'm. Uh, I just, I just uh, did detective in my mind, and I just figured it out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Solve the I'm, murder. 
I met a I met a guy here in Ohio that his mom claims that she, he was a love child of Steven Tyler, and uh, and her, and gotta say, I think based on his fucking mouth alone, he's got a he's got a standing case. <laughs> Not out of the realm of possibility. Okay, got it. Wow. And she named him Tyler. <laughs> So his name, so if his name would be Tyler Tyler, yeah, that would be amazing. Oh God, I hope they get a DNA test on that. <laughs> good oh. stuff. Oh, it's so good. All right, Jason, what is your favorite scene, buddy? Uh favorite scene. My favorite scene is when Smokey has to take a shit, and he's on the side of the house, and then Azelle comes back through. <laughs> And he's like, "Are you are you back there smoking, taking a shit?" And he's like, "He's like, well, don't don't tell nobody." And then he's like, "All right, well, between me and you, I'll come back and clean that up for you for two dollars." <laughs> and then he goes to the road and yells, "Hey, everybody, Smokey back here taking a shit." He's like, "Azale, I told you not to tell anybody." Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. Uh, I I <laughs> laughed so hard when he said, "I'll clean that up for two dollars." I was like, "Yep, that's <laughs> why does that sound like something he would say?" Who's perfect? The fuck am I gonna tell nobody else? I have I have used that quote a bajillion times. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell nobody else. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I have I have a hundred percent told on my brothers for some shit by screaming, "Hey, mom, Dalton's sit here doing this," and then he'd be like, "I told you not to tell." Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I, 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 I just thought of another scene that is that has to be in one of my favorites. I just want to say it is when when Chris Tucker's character goes into Felicia's room where Debo's asleep and tries to get the money back, and uh, <laughs> what's his name shows up in the window. I lost it. It's actually, it's actually, that's actually my favorite. Scene. Is it? Only it's when it's when he picks up the dirty underwear oh. and he drops him, he drops him right on his face and he's begging for him not to wake up. I laugh every single time at that scene because Tucker's Tucker's mannerisms are so good. Like he gets bug eyed and he's like, "Please God, no, please don't wake up." And then Zell comes in the window and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "He's like, get the fuck out of here." He's like, "Don't get my ass beat." Uh, and they dive out the window. What are you doing here? <laughs> What are you doing here? Get out of here. Uh, that's perfect. It is that it was a great scene. Um favorite characters. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll go first because mine is super easy. I've been bragging about it uh all episode. It is uh Chris Tucker's character, Smokey, hands down. There's plenty of other great characters that I'm gonna enjoy on repeat viewings, but for the first round I'm definitely going Chris Tucker. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, mine is uh, Craig's dad. Okay. I love, I love, I'm a huge fan of the late, great John Witherspoon. I think that his delivery and just some of his mannerisms in this movie, like the first introduction, like when he's sleeping and his wife rolls over and he's dreaming about getting like uh, a, a two piece biscuit yeah. from like the yeah, drive. Two piece like, biscuit. All, all the fries you can give me. That's a hot sauce and all the fries you can give me. 
And then when Craig Craig closes the door up, he's getting his cereal, and he's like, he's just sitting there eating a bag of grapes. He's like, and he goes through. He's like, every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn, in the goddamn refrigerator. I just think that he he's he's a he's a scene stealer in this movie. Where like every time you see him on screen, like he, he's stealing that scene. Yeah. And but, but when the movie like when he has to go serious and has the you know father son talk, he delivers. Like yeah. it doesn't feel smaltzy. It doesn't feel like it's overdone. It just feels just right. You're like, yeah, you completely believe that, and that's completely because of his performance. Yeah. It, he was in a movie called Hollywood Shuffle, uh-huh. and it um, it was like uh, I can't really explain the premise of the movie, but it was like uh, a writer in Hollywood was like writing all these different like bits, and he was like they were they were coming to life on the screen, and he was like the owner. John Witherspoon's character was the owner of like a hot dog stand called Winky Dinky uh, Hamburgers, and he was like uh, talking about I, I created Winky Dinky Hamburgers. Winky Dinky hot dogs, Winky Dinky uh, fish sticks, and then he said, "And my newest creation, Winky Dinky hoe cakes." <laughs> the hell? And he's like, he's like, what? Hoes gotta eat too. Hoes <laughs> gotta eat too. Hoes gotta eat too. So that was the first time I ever saw him. I I laughed so hard at that scene in that movie. I was and I saw him in Friday. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna kill it in this movie. Well, he does. He, he does. does. I feel like this movie is it's a it's a tough one for me. It's it's I'm kind of caught between uh, Smokey and Craig's dad and Azel. I think all three of those those th- three characters are just phenomenal in every scene they're in. Yeah, like every time Azel is on screen, I'm I know I'm I know I'm laughing. Like he falls down and fucking. He's like, ah, I'm suing for a hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> but I'll settle out of court right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle out of court right now. I, I, I like when he's leaving. He's still trying to. He's still trying to barter as he's leaving. He's like, he's like, what about two chicklets in a pocket knife? <laughs> uh, and I think he, he has, I think he steals the forty. As a matter of fact, as he's walking out the fucking door. Well, no, no, Chris Tucker paid for it because he, he said, "You'll buy me 40. Oh. I told him to come by his car and wash, come by and wash his windows. Oh, okay, okay. Wash his car. That car is the most beat up piece of shit car. <laughs> the license plate on the front of that car said, "Fuck it." Yep. <laughs> it did. It absolutely did. Man. That shit was too fucking funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I feel like Azel needs a, a mention. I think I think Craig's character is is just the audience. I think he's supposed to represent the audience in this movie and in all the Fridays, really, because he's just he's just along for the ride. Yeah, I can see that. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that yeah, he he's almost like the stand-in for the audience. You yeah, have all these crazy characters. <laughs> And and I think and it's good because I don't think he need like like Ice Cube is best as a straight man. Like Ice Cube is the best part of like probably the the uh, 
at least his scene in 22 Jump Street. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, he, he he plays. He he says nothing in that scene, and it's amazing. Dude, well, he, it's that mean mug he has. Yes, I, I, that's so all he needs. Point. It's so on point. Have you ever seen? There's a video of him reading. Like, say, some some late night host had him say really nice things, but in like the meanest, like with the meanest look on his face, and that shit's funny as hell. I don't know who I don't know what late night show host it is, but you Google like that sounds like something Jimmy, nice Jimmy Fallon would do. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. Cause he's just he's like, I like your hair. And then like he's just got this mean look on his face, and you're like, I don't know if he's complimenting me, <laughs> tearing me down. It's super fucking funny. Either way, I'll take it. Yeah, it, it's it's so good. Um what uh, do you feel like this movie has uh, significance uh, now uh, or will continue to have significance in film as we go along? I think so. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I think it's a big part of uh, 90s cinema, uh, but beyond that, I, uh, now you guys might be able to speak more on it as to why, but even just watching it once, you can tell that it really captures something really great about a specific time and place. And also, these performance and these characters are—it's—it's it's a flash in the pan. You know when you have something great, and it's a lightning in the bottle. It doesn't come around often. It just all the elements just came together for this one amazing piece of art so i'm so glad that it exists and i get to watch it over and over again right yeah it, it uh it like doesn't tire like that's the, like i said i've seen this movie probably a hundred times it's still funny mm -hmm. like it it's not like i'm you know like you're not going to get tired of it like 25 times in and not laugh because those the scenes that you're laughing at now are still funny later every fucking time yeah, I think that uh, I think that it will because I I had the the privilege of pointing out to one of my my friends the fact that in one scene when Craig's quote unquote girlfriend is asking him like who the fuck did you go to the show with last night that she's literally laying in bed with another dude and for like twenty years he'd never seen that dude laying in that bed and I pointed it out to him. And he's like, that makes it seem so much more funnier. Right. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. Yeah, she's laying in bed with another. There's a dude laying. He's laying sideways next to her in the bed. He's wearing like a wife beater huh. and a pair of blue pants. But he blends so well into the scene. You didn't even see him there. Only thing you could tell is his arm. Is, you can see his elbow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, she's... She's definitely talking all that shit while there's another dude in the bed. That's okay. All right. Movie's got layers. I like it. But yeah, I think I think honestly, I think that this movie will 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 will, will span generations. It already has. I mean, we're we're literally talking about uh, we're talking about instances of VCRs and they don't even exist anymore. So we're talking about generations you know, it's twenty 25 years later, we're still talking about this movie. So, 
I mean, quarter of a century later, we're still talking about Friday. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, and I, I don't think that it's any less relevant. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think it's a movie that we talk about because you know you and I liked it growing up or anything like that. I think this is a movie that is still so fucking funny and still hits so hard, no matter if you watch it, you know. 25 years ago when it first came out or still to this day, I think they just, right. It's, it's so universally funny and it doesn't have like even the, the stuff in it's not like the comedy isn't, uh, isn't time based. Like it's not time sensitive at all. Right. I was about to say that. Yeah. The comedy is not, not linear. It doesn't, the comedy just doesn't stop. Like I've always said, like there's the three stooges stuff still to me holds up to this day is some of the funniest shit on the planet. And I just watched the Abbott and Costello, who was on first bit the other day and laughed so damn hard because of the mannerisms and how they're delivering it. And they're not breaking, they're not breaking character. It's still funny. And that's, you know, that's almost 80 some years old. Right. So, I mean, comedy, it, comedy, as long as it makes you laugh and it sticks forever, it'll last forever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think, I think this it. one goes right up there with like, like, like Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. Like this is a big, deal comedy that'll last forever. Like, I don't think Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke is is going anywhere. And I don't think this one is either. I think it's just too funny. I agree. I agree very much. All right. What about ratings, gentlemen? What are we rating this movie? Well, I'll, I'll go first so I don't get influenced by either of you. Um, my first time viewing... I uh, had a great time watching it. Uh, unfortunately, I did have to watch it in, well, two segments, but that's okay. It just, that's what happens when you have kids. But for my first viewing, I am going to give it a eight and a half. Uh, probably will go up higher as I watch it more and more. But uh, for my initial viewing, I'll definitely give it an eight and a half. Fair enough, fair enough. Devlin? Um, it is a nine for me. Fair. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine five. I, I, I think the only thing that keeps this out of, uh, you know, that, that 10 spot for me, uh, honestly, I can't, I can't see a reason not to give it a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. I think it's, I don't know, I think I think this movie just, I think it's too important to me to not, to give it anything. I, like. I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can kind of give an argument as to why I gave it a nine. I can, <clears throat> I can do that. I mean, I mean but go, go by all means, I'm still going to go with the 10. I think it fits. It fits That's fine. I'm, I'm, so, um, the reason I, I can give it a nine, it, and it's nothing, the comedy's great, the movie's great. The flow of the movie's great. The 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 world building's great in it. I just think that if we look at this movie as a whole, there's there's something very uh, there's something very goofy about this movie that's not necessarily like funny goofy, and it kind of has the serious overtone as well, um, which is great. But at the same time, like we we wanted a certain type of movie but we, we didn't get all of all of that. Right. You know what I mean? 
So I think that's why I think that's why I'm I, I'm giving it a nine. I can you know what I I I didn't bring it up. I just let that be the flavor of the movie. But I can definitely see that. I I, I mean if if it has to have uh, a nitpicking, that would definitely be it. Yeah, and 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 that's the only. I'm not really nitpicking. Nine's a high score for yeah. me, so I'm not nitpicking too much. But I mean, I'm being trying to be objective with these movies. Right. It, I'm trying not to throw tens out there a lot, but nine's a high score. For I got you. That's that's a, that's a more than fair fair rating there. That's good. Yeah, I I just I don't I don't know, man. I think I think in this one I might let a little bit of my own personal, you know, uh, love for this movie get in the way of the rating because it's probably not a it's probably not a 10 by any other uh like if this was the first time i viewed it i wouldn't have given it a 10 but i think because it's such a because it's such a cornerstone of a movie for me and like my family and stuff i think that it just if i would feel i'd feel like i was letting letting down all of the joy that it gave me over the years if i didn't you know just go ahead and give no. it a 10. No, 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 and that's understandable. I mean, sometimes our love for the movie is swayed is swayed by nostalgia and you know, a feeling that it gives us. And and that's understandable. So, I mean, you you, you have to give if you love this movie, you have to the majority of your vote has to be at at that love. Right. But you know, you and also you you got to be objective too. But if you love this movie that much and it means that much to you, by all means, give it a ten. Yeah, we're not going to judge you on giving it a ten. Yeah, I, it's not like it's I not burn like out VC, VC or VHS tapes of this fucking movie, so it. <laughs> it's not like look. It's not like it's not like Viv giving Ghostbusters a four or five. Right. That 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 it that is. came out of pure, pure then we love. Shit, then we pure love. Then we will shit on you. <laughs> then we then we'll shit on you. Pure, only, only love. It, it came out of just pure, just, just the, just the most, the, 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 the loving of places from my heart. Vivian, you hey, go Vivian, fuck Does yourself. your wife know that you're a liar? Too? What's that? Does Beth know that you're a fucking liar? Well, uh, no. And we're gonna keep that way. <laughs> she does now, motherfucker. Does did Beth watch the movie with you? She did. And her thoughts? Did you watch? Uh, we both had the same reaction we just enjoyed it a lot yeah we, okay. We, okay, yeah sometimes what happens is we will start a movie and then either she can lose interest in it and then either i'll have to end up watching it all by myself or we'll just try to kind of drag through it but no this was like we were both like on board from the start i think we need to get a we'll just start, start adding in the bonus beth rating segment um, <laughs> that's right that's right well this one she she definitely gives a thumbs up well, she uses the Cisco and Ebert scale. She, yeah, she's uh, she's more, you know, old school uh, Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's definitely high class that way. <laughs> if you're making Cisco yeah, and Ebert high class, like well, we know we know she's not high class. She's with you. That's so. oh, I don't know. I don't know who you're you're hitting there. Me or. <laughs> I'm hitting you. Okay, good. I'm, <laughs> I'm hitting you. For the record, Beth, I am I am making fun of Vivian. Okay. 
I'm, there we go. <laughs> I'm just a big I'm just a big Beth fan, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that one. Jason, I, I almost heard you just get off the call at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was I am severely backing away from what Devlin said. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I feel look, I feel privileged as fuck. Beth added me on Facebook. This is true. This is true. I felt super privileged when it popped up and I'm like, oh, it's about time. <laughs> She's like, well, you should feel privileged. I don't add anybody. I'm like, I do. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Nah, yeah. I, she, uh, she, she, I she think I added that. Beth to stock pictures of Bivens kids. That's right. That is that is very fair. I, 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 I That is a very fair thing to do. You know, I didn't have to because they, she tags him in all the pictures. So I got to see that's, him anyway. This is also true. Well, I don't really like Viven. So, you know. Ah, what is that call that just dropped? <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I think we've done this movie justice. I think I feel like I, I think our fans picked a, an amazing movie this week. Um, super happy that they did. And uh, I think it, it's time to to call this segment an end and hope that everybody comes and joins us for the get to know know your cinema section of the podcast where we uh, answer questions uh, that each of us asks and as well uh, we try to answer a listener question if, if we've got one this week we do actually have a good listener question this week so tune in for that uh, and find out uh, it just I'll, I'll plug the listener question just so you get there uh, the listener question is, which Disney princess wins in a battle royale? So tune in to hear our answer to which Disney princess wins in a battle royale. Uh, so we will be right back. Hello, hello, hello. As I stated, we are back to answer some phenomenal questions and figure out what our answers to said questions are. We've got four questions for you this week, uh, one from each of us and a, a listener question. So, Why don't you go ahead and give the listener question first? Let's save the listener question. You want to save I, it? Yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's a saver. Save I want to get that. that that's, a, that's, a, that's the payoff question. That's the, that's okay. the money shot. Okay. Well, I'll go first then with my question. So my question is, if you could make a superhero movie about your favorite superhero, who would play the main character? So that would be like superhero, sidekick, villain. Mm-hmm. You know, when you ask that question, immediately I'm thinking, like, isn't, isn't like the perfect superhero movie already made? No. No, Vivin. You can't say the dark. Okay, <laughs> okay just, just just making sure. So so you're saying I should take that out of the realm of possibility. So if I was like if I was yes. imagining a perfect movie and that's the movie and that's the cast that came to mind, I should not say it. Correct. Okay, got it. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, now I understand Don't the Don't go rules. with your instincts. Don't go with my instincts. Don't go with your instincts. Yeah. Okay. So 
I'll give you some time to think since I'm sure that that seems like a hard thing for you at this point. Very. Uh, so I would, I have always, always, always wanted to see a Blackest Night movie. And I realized that that is a very hard thing to do without a very well established DC universe. But uh, I feel like we could dial it in a little bit and make a Green Lantern core movie. Uh, and and then maybe just expand from there. Um, but I would love to see Idris Elba as John Stewart as the lead. I don't want. Uh, I want. Uh, I would like him to be the lead in this one. <clears throat> uh, I would really like to see uh, like a mesh CGI and live action ish version of. The Rock as Kilowog because I don't think they could pull that off. They might be able to pull it off with prosthetics, but uh, I think that that would he would make a good Kilowog just based on his overall size and stuff. Um, and then as far as the villain goes, that's I think that's the part that I'm struggling with the most because I think I think the beauty of the Blackest Night is that it's one dark you know lantern ring one black lantern ring and it kind of takes over like a zombie apocalypse almost of the dc universe and it's fucking sweet but uh i don't know i don't really have a villain choice but i would love to see those two in a green lantern movie and i know he's supposed to play black adam later but i think he'd make a good kilowog sorry if i lost half of our audience with uh No man, oh. you 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 and uh, you and Nerd One Hundred. I I appreciate it. Uh, I I followed about half of that, and I think <laughs> it it worked. I I got it. I got you. I, I, I knew I knew you would know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Viv can just go on. Viv, tell us yours. <laughs> so. Uh... I think the only other version besides the Dark Dark Knight I would want to try is um, I always wanted to have a live action Batman Beyond movie, and I always wanted Clint Eastwood to play uh, the older Bruce Wayne. The question is, who plays Terry McGinnis? McGinnis is it Terry McGinnis? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of hard. I, I don't see any specific. Hollywood young actors who could pull that off. Um, Channing Tatum might make an interesting version of that. Here's the thing, though. But I mean, is he is he of a specific ethnicity in the show? Is he supposed to be? His his name suggested, but I don't know. I think he's like. I mean, he's his name sounds like Scottish. You, well, he, the reason I'm asking is, I as far as personality wise. I almost have an offbeat choice. Um, who's the actor who plays? Um, I think his name is John Boydega from from the the newest Star Wars movies. I think his personality yeah. is what I'm kind of looking for in a role. Okay, that could so, be him doing that. Yeah, so some somebody who who's almost like the opposing personality to a, like a stern Clint Eastwood. And I, I like that kind of dynamic playing out on screen. Yeah, and he's about the right build, too. 
Yeah, exactly. The only, and, the only and, issue is I think Terry is a, I think he's like 17. So, yeah, so it would have, and I don't know any, you know, young, young, I, I guess they would have to scour Disney or Disney Plus to find one of those. So I'm not up on all the Disney actors. Yeah, and I think all of the other young villains or the other young actors that I think that are phenomenal actors are like too young for the role. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's true. So hey, so this is where I think what we, sh- um, as far as the villain, this would be a perfect opportunity to bring Mark Hamill in for a live action, bring back the Joker. I think he'd be about the right age. I think that would work perfectly. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, and he, so, I mean, I like we already it. know he can nail the voice. Oh yeah, hands down. I like it. Good. I'm on board. I'm sold on your movie. <sighs> All right. Uh, somebody had to slap the money. All right. You guys ready for mine? Ready. All right. I would do the Punisher. Punisher. Okay. Yep. Jason New. Jason New headline. So Punisher, I would pick Jason Statham to play the Punisher. Ooh, interesting. Okay. I totally see that. Um, as soon as you said it, I'm like, yes. Are we giving him hair? Yeah, you, you have to give him hair. You have to give him hair. D- does he need hair? I mean, maybe we can do a punisher without hair. I don't know. Mm, nah, it's kind of it's kind of the makeup. You'd have to give him hair. Okay. Give okay. Kind of hair. All right. Um, the sidekick, which is microchip, I would I would get Danny McBride to play microchip. Because Microchip's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek kind of humor kind of character. Okay. I don't think Harry is peeling it. Yeah, I don't think she's peeling it. She's... Um, uh, and... uh, 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 uh. Nah, <laughs> she's like, try again. Because, <laughs> because, it's a new uh, character. Because the actors already played this character on the Daredevil series. Yeah. I think that Vincent D'Onofrio should play King. Oh, um, I oh my god, he is like the I, I never thought about this, but as soon as he showed up in that role, I thought he was perfect. Yeah, I don't think he, yeah. I don't think you can beat that performance. Yeah, as, as King, King, I don't think, I don't think so there's a better I think option. That, I think that I think Statham's the right, the right guy for that yeah. role, and I think that Danny McBride would play a great microchip, and because uh, I mean, we we almost got the perfect Punisher with Warzone, which I know. Vivid hasn't seen. I haven't seen it either. You haven't seen it either. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's almost the perfect. Punch. They they got uh, they got the guy from Seinfeld. They got Newman from Seinfeld to play Microchip, and they got Ray Stevenson uh, from Lord of the Rings to play uh, play uh, uh, for the Punisher. Huh. You know it, that's been low key uh, in my radar for a long, long time. And I've been trying to find a reason to actually watch it. That might be the recommendation I needed. Yeah, the villain. The villain is is legitimately uh, uh, Punisher's nemesis, which is Jigsaw. So, but you know, he kind of he kind of goes back and forth with villains. So it's kind of Kingpin and, and Jigsaw. Okay. So you, you you get you get the Jigsaw character in there. There is some. There's one downfall to that movie, and it's the. Uh, it's Jigsaw's little brother. He's kind of a goofy, crazy kind of character, but it's kind of the downfall of that movie to me. Okay, I, I, that's that's a, that's a solid build. I, I would definitely uh, watch that movie. 
All right, uh, Jason, I think it's your question, sir. Uh, okay, my question is, and this comes because I just read an article today that said that they are remaking the Goonies. Um, no. Okay, go on. <laughs> Did you wait a minute? Say that again, Jason. They are they're remaking the Goonies. What? Okay, I'm going to use this just once. Fuck you. Go on. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're not remaking the Goonies. Um, <sighs> oh, you had my heart like racing. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh, we should have saved that for the end. Oh, that's too fucking funny. Oh, okay. uh, all right. Yeah, I've calmed down. Go on. Uh, <laughs> so, which <laughs> which movie? Uh, that you would find out that they are remaking in Hollywood uh-huh. would make you uh, be up in arms to the point of uh, creating a petition or fighting someone in Hollywood. Well, we already know. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Goonies. Uh, yeah, we, we already know. We already know Vivian's answer. Dad, your answer, sir. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna be so. It's gonna, you know I love baseball, so um, mine is gonna be Bull Durham. I think that that movie for me, it, it's such a great baseball movie. Viv finally got a hand, his hands on a copy of it, so um, hopefully he'll understand how much I why I love that movie so much. But I think if you attempted to remake that movie and and get the feel of that movie, you won't be able to do it unless you're doing an exact period piece like. In based in the 80s or the 70s, it's just not, it's still not going to have the same feel because it's something. There are certain movies you should never, they should never be touched ever. Yeah. You can make sequels, you can make whatever, but you should never touch the original. Yeah. And I think Bull Durham for me is that movie because it just, it's a, it's a baseball movie, but it's not about like hitting, you know, hitting the big home run to, to win the game. It's, it's a, it's like a feel. It's, it's about the love of the game of baseball, really. Yeah. So, I don't think I think that's the movie for me that they, uh, if they used to, to like, we're remaking Bull Durham, I'm gonna lose my shit. Uh, I do want to thank Devlin for um, he at one point went through all of his stack of movies and he had uh, uh, second copies of us uh, of some movies and he was uh, very kind in letting me have them uh, I've been for a while trying to build my physical library of movies and uh, those are welcome additions so yes Bill Durham is in one of them and I will be watching it soon yay then we can make Jason watch yeah um, I look forward to that um, uh, I agree with you yeah. 100%. <laughs> I think that you're spot on. She said she wants to watch it too. I- I'm her interpreter. Did she say, did she say dad ass in a bad way? <laughs> she, she might have. <laughs> she might have. I'm a... <laughs> Don't listen to this episode, Aria. Uh, listen to it. She heard it live. That's <laughs> right. Cats out of the bag. 
so for me, I, this is this is a hard. This seems like a harder question for me because I've been bouncing back and forth on this, and there's like there's like several movies that I would 100% fight some people over. Um, I would probably fight somebody over the Goonies, which is why I came up with uh, that. I think we're all. I think we're all in that boat. Yeah, I think, I think all we'd all fight somebody over the Goonies. Um, Goonies never say die. Um, so right. I think. I think that would be one. I think another one would be uh, if they were really trying to remake a full-on actual remake of The Wizard of Oz. Um, you know, the the that would kind of piss me off. Yeah, no. <clears throat> I think, but the I think the movie that I'm going to go with though is a comedy movie, it's a much more recent one. If they remade Tommy Boy. I would try to fight somebody over that. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I, I, that's like, ooh, wow. That got me thinking. I'm like, man, that would hurt. I think that there's certain things like that. And I mean, I think that there's other movies that really fall into that category. Like, you know, I think The Godfather fits there. Um, there's a lot of movies that I think a lot of people would be up in arms about. But I think, especially when it comes to like comedies, certain people just nail it so well in the roles. And I think Chris Farley as Tommy is so fucking good that if you tried to remake that, there's not a human being that could possibly live up to that. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you can't, it's like you catch lightning in a bottle once you can't recreate it. And that's the thing with some of these remakes. You're like, it angers you to no end. They're just trying to spoon feed people. These movies, and I get them trying to introduce it to a whole other generation, but just leave things be. It doesn't need to be remade. Amen. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, even even the stupid Disney live action remakes, like stop. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if if anybody if we happen if like this somebody comes across this podcast that works for Disney, like funnel it up. Like nobody wants them. Just so Disney knows, um, we do completely support the mouse. Um, uh, any sponsorship is uh, we we welcome with open arms. We are uh, <laughs> right. Enter the fucking apple polisher. I mean, he's not wrong. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Disney fan, and I think that that's the reason why I hate them so bad. <laughs> Amen. Again, I like. It's such a there's such a travesty. If you're gonna keep remaking these movies, do what you did with Maleficent. Okay, give us a different viewpoint. Like Aladdin shouldn't have been an Aladdin movie. It should have been Jafar, and we should have heard Jafar's motivations and why he was in the right the whole time and not that bad. That's what we should have got. Not Aladdin. We should have got Jafar. Uh, we should have yeah. gotten. We should have got a Scar movie. Like make it different. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna do these live action remakes, go go to the go to the dark side and and do it that way. Like, just fucking stop. And the fact that they're making a Lilo and Stitch live action remake, Is what the real? fuck are you really? Yeah, I swear to God, it's real. What the fuck are you gonna do? Well, how are you gonna make Stitch look good? How can you possibly well, we make that? Well, you know they're gonna use real nails for the door. <laughs> we'll finally have that uh, <laughs> question answered. Yeah. No. Will a five-year-old nail You know what, though? But here's the thing. Uh, she will, and 
also, why are we doing this, Disney? I, well, you know what? I might sign a petition about that. We might. I might not even need to start. It might be Lilo and Stitch. In case our fans are wondering uh, what we're refer- referencing, go back and listen to the Lilo and Stitch episode, and you'll understand when we talk about nailing a new show. It 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 may be the the greatest segment in our podcast history when uh, when uh, connoisseurs in future years or historians look back at Know Your Cinema podcast. That is going to be the highlight episode. The highlight segment. Hey, we still got we got more yeah. episodes. This isn't like we're no, done. no, no. I'm just saying of the early years. I don't know. I don't know. Getting you to say "fuck you" in the middle of a segment—that was a pretty good highlight. Yeah, I gotta admit that's 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 high up. I've been trying to get you to cuss, and I finally uh, did it with Jason's help. Thank you. Uh, that's that's a that's a I, I, I will take that one. Uh, nobody. That's how I'm plug. That's how I'm plugging oh next. God. That's how I'm plugging this week's episode. I'll be like, "You want to hear Viv and cuss finally? Finally, you don't listen to this episode." Find, I'm telling them where it's at. It find out what gets vivid mad enough <laughs> to drop an f bomb. This uh, right. okay, Viv. It is your questions time. Your your question question time for your question. All right, it's yeah. a simple one. Yeah. Yes. English. Uh, favorite. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I did it. I finally got him to say it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So you can give me the not cuss throughout an episode, and you it's, it, 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 it's not as funny. Uh, <laughs> you're right. It, it has to be the other way around. If I don't get you to curse, yeah, 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 no. yeah. It's like it's like getting it's like getting uh, like getting your mom to say the other. Yeah. All right. My question is: favorite black and white movie? I got it. Easy. It is Clerks. Okay. Okay. Clerks, okay. Okay, easy for me, but I'm going a different route. Oh, okay. And? Uh, I am going with uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I know it's, you know, might be a, a little bit cliche of a movie, but it, it hits too hard, and I love Christmas. <clears throat> Teacher says, every time Jason says Goonies is getting remade, Pippin <laughs> says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just he just was like fuck you just like so it was so apparent he was so fucking was mad i can't wait to hear it again it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing well uh i meant it that's all i can say about that <laughs> anybody who has an inkling of Trying to remake the Goonies, you heard it here. He already said it. <laughs> you can quote me on that part. And there, there are thousands of people that stand behind what we said here today about the Goonies remake. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Viv, what's your uh, what's your favorite black and white movie? Okay, so geez, there's a couple of different ones. Uh, the one that's affected me the most is probably the, the Shinless List. Um, I, I, it's one of those movies that affects everybody. Yeah, yeah, it, it just, it just, uh, it, it gets to you. So that is definitely one of those movies. Uh, there's two other movies that I want to recommend. Uh, old movies, but really good. One is Notorious. It's a Alfred Hitchcock movie from 1946 with uh, Cary Grant. Really good movie. I think it also has Ingrid Bergman in it. Uh, 
um very good movie and another one is on the waterfront with uh, and young marlon brando really good movie so those would be my two other black and white um movies that are if i had to you know go back to and watch a black and white movie those two would pop oh two comedies uh can i plug two comedies also uh some like it hot uh with uh well a bunch of famous actors in it and uh, what and his girl friday uh it's a great comedy from it's it's what's called a screwball comedy uh from like the late 30s really funny movie again with carry grant apparently i like carry grant a lot from back in the day uh fair fair enough um i have seen none of the movies you named okay got it <laughs> so i got a green 1980 jason seen it uh That's not true. I mean, there are a few movies from the 70s and 60s that I've seen. And also, I literally just named It's a Wonderful Life, so fuck you. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's a Christmas movie, so I know you uh, That's fair. That's fair. That's, that's, a, that's a fair rebuttal. Uh, what, real quick, so, so we've, been, we've talked a lot about the Goonies, and I just want to give a quick shout-out. Uh, a friend of ours... Uh, has started a podcast that is based solely on the 80s. Um, and it's called Living in the 80s. And if you are a fan of 80s stuff, um, check that podcast out. Oh, this is cool. Um, Does he need a host? Um, I think I'd be a better fit there. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> No, I think he does want to do an no, episode with you say, guys on that. He didn't say living in the 1880s, motherfucker. Oh, he said oh, living in the 1980s. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, so anyway, just want to give that a quick shout out. I, I would feel uh, terrible if I didn't at least say hi to uh, yeah. that podcast. You're, you're welcome, Rob. Yeah, you're Rob. Welcome. You're welcome. I don't know who you are, but uh, good job on shouting him. Uh, podcast with 80s movies. I uh you 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 know who Rob is. I know who Rob is 100%. A uh, 100%? Yes. 100%. That's a high that's a high percentage. Well, when we get done with this, then you can go and look it up and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Got it. Then you'll be like, "Oh shit, yeah, I definitely know who Rob is." Well, you you we expect look, I expect some apologies, written form, double spaced, okay? Okay. Um knowing times new roman 12 uh, knowing in quotes rob i will highly recommend this podcast because any podcast that focuses on 80s movies has to be a win well it's, so not, it's not it's not it's living it's, it's literally ev- 80 everything 80s related oh uh, the okay. first episode is about 80s teen movies though and i listened to some of it because a lot of some of the movies on there i haven't seen so i didn't listen to all of it okay but what i have listened to of the podcast was absolutely phenomenal um so it's definitely worth checking out cool jason do we have a we have a fan question right we do have a fan question this uh comes from a buddy named leonard and he asks which disney princess would win in a royal rumble and this includes Disney purchased princesses. Oh, I know what Rob you're talking about. Is it that Rob? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Go on. So, uh, so which Disney princess would win in a Royal Rumble? Well, I'll go first to get it out of the way. It's Princess Leia. Oh, does is that? I, I guess yeah, that would be a Disney. I said I said including Disney acquired princesses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that then just kind of makes it easy. I, I, wait, I want to hear Jason's answer because that'll clue me in because he knows all the animated stuff. So I think that it comes down to four people. Okay. Okay. The four, the four final people in this battle royale are Mulan. Uh huh. Because she's a badass. I can see that. Princess Vanellope Von Sweets from uh, Wreck It Ralph. Okay. Elsa from Frozen. Oh. And also Princess Leia. I feel like there is a strong possibility that any of those four could come out on top. Okay. Okay, now I and know. I think who that I'm it just pick. becomes circumstantially. Um, I, I know who I'll pick now that you've kind of given me that uh, wonderful overview. Uh, uh, since Frozen is playing once a day in this house, uh, I will go with Elsa. Uh, I think Arya will thank me for that. Yeah, no, when she's like later on in life, she's going to be like, my dad did have my back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he said he said the f word and then he said Frozen. yes it's uh <laughs> this is this is the culminating episode it has everything in it it truly does what a magnificent episode what a is. magnificent episode <laughs> and it was fan picked hot oh, damn this is a good episode yeah yeah uh it's, so... it's the f it's the f episode we we reviewed friday Vivian said the f word and uh, he picked the Elsa. Hey, wow, the triple yeah. F. Where did it go? Yeah. Um, so those are again. I I, I feel like it, I feel like all four of those people have a a, a very strong opportunity to, to win. I think Vanellope, with her teleportation powers, gives her an opportunity to dodge a lot of the attacks that the other people have. I think. Uh, Elsa being able to freeze some people. If she gets the drop on Leia from like behind and she freezes her ass, I don't think there's a chance Leia's walking out of there victorious. Mm. Preach. Uh, and then I feel like Mulan is just the only person other than Leia who's actually trained in the art of war. She's and, a good strategist, yeah. Right. So I feel like her strategy would possibly outweigh some of what the other people would be bringing to the table. Gotcha. Okay. That's a good assessment. Man, you you, you, you end in deep at a moment's notice, man. You broke it down for us. You're like a commentator on the sidelines of a wrestling show. I mean, let's be honest here. I, I, I really would love to do a solid like hour on this episode, on that question alone. Because I think that I could, Um, but I I think I'm going to leave it there. I would love to hear anybody else's response to that question. Uh, If they think that there's another princess that would possibly even be included in that, uh, that I'm not thinking of. Um, I think, I think Rapunzel, if she had more control over her hair would be a final contender as well. Um, She 
she's more of a support character though, because her hair can heal. So I think she's got a good support system there. But I don't know. I think so. That's where I'm at. Um, but a lot of your classic Disney princesses, I think they're killed right away. I don't think they stand a chance. I don't think there's a Snow White or a Sleeping Beauty that stands a chance against Elsa, for instance. Even I don't. I they, they just don't have the fight in them. Okay. Classic Disney princesses don't have it. Yeah. Okay. When I'm. I'm... I, I hear what you're putting down. Uh, you're not getting any arguments from me on that. So, there you have it, folks. All right. Very good. Our, our thoughts on the Disney Princess Battle Royale. I don't know that Disney's going to want to sponsor us after that. Jason, don't give give up hope so easily. All right. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think that they want that. Remember, anyway, remember, the whole resistance is built on hope. Okay, that's true. If you, you learn anything from from the rise of Skywalker, yeah, I learned how not to make a Star Wars movie. Yes, you know how how, how you not make a Star Wars movie? Name the ninth chapter of the Skywalker saga, the rise of Skywalker, and end it with two Palpatines fighting. Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> make make the titles so irrelevant. Uh, I'll leave it there. You also don't give away the plot in the, in the scroll. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part is Palpatine came back somehow. <laughs> uh, that is a Jason quoting actual lines from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's. Uh... That's the sad truth of it all is that that is an act that was really like real. Ah, the 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 longer the time passes since I've seen the movie, the more hate grows within me. And I know, you, <laughs> oh, and I know you're the one. I feel it. This. I feel the anger growing inside <laughs> of me. I wonder if that was the goal. If they were like, "What if we turn the entire audience into into uh, <laughs> supporters?" It worked. Oh god damn it worked. I was like I was so I was so like you know what like I'm gonna have me a blue or green lightsaber and now I'm like red all the way. Hundred percent. Kill the Jedi. Let's do this. <sighs> all right. Um yeah. All right, well I, I think we still have uh Disney sponsoring us on the table, right? No, okay. <laughs> Maybe may later. You ruined it with your F-bomb, sir. I, yeah, I'm it sorry. was your fucking F-bomb that killed it. I I meant to be good. I swear I did. <laughs> now, nah, we, we got it out of you, and it, it was magical. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's end this before it goes any place worse. Uh, yes, let's return back for in, 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 a, in a moment when we decide what movie we are going to be watching for our 22nd episode, next week's episode, um, with the Wheel of Movie Fate. So All right. that'll be a fun time. So we will be right back. See you soon, folks. Okay. We are back with the final segment, the uh, Wheel of Movie Fate. Uh, 
the fans chose last week and the results are in and it was Friday and now here we are again to spend it one more time to figure out what we are watching next week. So since we've removed Friday from the list, we are adding Devlin. Uh, we are adding, we are adding break. Point Break uh, to Vivin's list because he has not seen Point Break. So we are adding Point Break and the original Point Break. Yes, the, ori- point that out. the, or- the original, the Keanu Reeves and Patrick, Patrick Swayze break. All right. <clears throat> um, I don't even know about the other. I, don't, I haven't seen the other. I, I won't see the other. One. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a need to. <laughs> anyway, so that leaves Point Break, Frailty, Waiting, Silence of the Lambs, The Shawshank Redemption, The Breakfast Club, Harry Potter, Frozen, and Lord of the Rings. So it is time to spin. That wheel. All right. This week's movie is The Breakfast Club. No. Yeah. Yes. Very excited about it. Finally. Wait, who, who's, whose movie is this? Who hasn't seen this movie? Jason. That is me. I have not seen it. Okay. Wow, okay. That is um, exciting. I am excited to watch this one. I'll tell you this right now. Our friendship is over if you don't like this movie. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it on the line right there. No pressure. Got it. Super okay. no pressure. Situation. I mean, be super honest in your response, okay? No worries. Jason, be super Jason. honest in your response. Hmm? You, you, you can't allow that. I mean, you can't allow that to happen. I mean... You know, you, you, I don't want you to have to sing. Don't you forget about me? I don't. I don't want you. To don't that. you forget about me? Don't, don't, don't you? Hey, um, right. I don't know if we. I don't know if we established this rule. Can we give a ten before we actually do the review? Uh, no. no. Okay, got it. You have to watch it again because it might suck this time. Oh yeah, that that is a possibility. Maybe George Lucas Except... got a hold of it, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Disney. Disney bought Breakfast Club. <laughs> got to take those things uh, into account. I mean, if you mess with the uh, bull, son, you get the horns. That's right. Point taken, Jason. Point taken. All right, let me go find this on Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't actually know if they own it or not, but you know, good. I, I don't either. At this point, I'm just going to say they own everything. I mean, unless it's Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, they own them. So. Yeah. All righty, sounds good. All right. So, uh, anyway, this is this has been our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Arya did. She doesn't want it to end. She, no, yeah, she is frustrated <laughs> that you guys are ending this right now. So. I know it's a tough thing, Arya, but it's sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to say goodbye. Yeah. Too long, just got to you, my friend. I feel like I feel like Vivin might have shown Arya a picture of uh, the new Batman suit. She might be crying because of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is also possible.
I well, just, I just throwing, right now. just throwing that out there because I kind of had the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. It's a similar reaction. It was very, a lot very of stopping in my stopping in my kitchen and like no 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 no. It's not fair. This is not what I signed up for. I was already worried enough. Batman now look like Night Owl from The Watchmen. Why? Uh, I saw one that I saw a comment that said. Uh, Robert Pattinson's new Daredevil test footage looks good, but why does he have a bat on his chair? That's yeah, yeah. That is the other big one. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, it is time for this episode to come to a close. We will discuss Batman again probably soon. Yeah, and, count on and, that. And and Viv, uh, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that thing that we talk about every week. I'm gonna need that today. Today, this is it. Yeah, this is it. I mean, I just brought up the fact that Robert Pattinson as Batman looks like garbage. You're gonna have to, you know, you have to spit that out. You have to say that today. Today is the day, episode twenty-one. Let's do this. First off, I do not agree that Pattinson's Batman is all that. Okay, I I'm gonna give him a fair chance. Okay, why can't you be objective? Why do you always have to just go with your emotions, Devlin? Huh? I mean, I mean. It, I, I really don't want the reason why they shot the way they did is because if they did it in natural light, you can sparkle. So <laughs> you're such an ass. <laughs> hey, I'll stop. Look, I'll stop doing it. You guys stop laughing. <laughs> that was pretty good. I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, points on that one. I'm taking yeah. a bow. I'm taking a bow right now. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm going to need that. Uh, I'm going to need that go fuck yourself. That's what I'm going to need. Well, first, let's tell the people where they can find more of us. So they can find us on our social medias, right? Yes, they can. Our our Facebook.com slash KYC podcast on Instagram at KYC podcast on Twitter at KYC podcast and on TikTok at KYC podcast. Make sure you follow those because this episode was picked by the fans. And you want to make sure that you're following that social media because if you didn't get a chance to be in or vote in the poll that picked this episode, you might get a chance to vote in the poll that picks a future episode. So make sure you follow. It's super important. Um, anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed making this show as much as we enjoyed or listen to this show as much as we enjoyed making this show. And as always, we send a warm, loving Go fuck yourself to all of our fans. Yeah, go fuck yourself. All right, Tiger Plow, give me that. Come on. Tiger Plow. Tiger Plow, give me that to go fuck yourself. Devin, that's you. That's your cue. That's, that's, that's my cue? Yep. Yeah. It's not on my cue card. Yeah, yeah. Tiger say- Plow, I'm gonna, I need you to go say fucking go fuck yourself. Tiger Plow, do it now. Tiger Plow. <laughs> all right. That's my cue. To end the show, I'll see you guys <laughs> next week. You, you fucking bitch, you fucking piece of shit. I say this with love. All right. I don't fuck you. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, kind people.